My name is Michael Scott. Welcome to my world and prepare to be awakened. I'm Jamie, Jeff, Phil, Sean, and Chris, and welcome to episode 37. Today we are talking about Billy the Kid and the Vampires of Vegas and the Enchantress cover. Yes. Yeah, I've yet to read it though, so I'm not going to be able to help much. You're useless. (laughs) You are useless. (laughs) Wait, you can read? I'm I'm kidding. Of course I've read it. I was going to say, you can't read. Yeah. No, I can't. I had someone read it to me. <laughs> I had the lady at the home read it mm-hmm. to me. Now we know what you got. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I got. You have a literacy. <laughs> it's a good thing we're talking Ooh. about the Vampires of Vegas, considering it came out. Yes, it's out now, if you didn't know. Spoilers! <laughs> It's out right now. You can get it on any of your uh, ebook devices or favorite ebook software. And just so you know, we're going to be talking about the Vampires of Vegas, so there will be spoilers in this episode. If you could spread that out. Spoiler filled. (laughs) Filled. Filled, yes. (laughs) What? Huh? (laughs) The quest, the ether, 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 uther. Uther? Yeah. It's out. Arthur's dad? It's weird. The Arthur? Wait. (laughs) What? The ether. Ether. It's been out for about, what, 15 days or so? Uh, Has it been two weeks? I don't think it's. Oh, yeah, I guess it has. Yeah, yeah, it has. (laughs) So go, sign up, beat it. If you go to uh, flamels immortal portal.com slash quest. You can find all three games. Uh, this is the third in a plan something G because we can't figure out an ending. Yeah. So yeah. go play it. It's way better than any of the other games. But Sean, will what? there be prizes? <laughs> no. <laughs> but Sean, of course there are prizes. Will there we be let prizes? you play a game. No prizes. Of course not. <laughs> We've got prizes. great prizes. Seriously though, I mean. Uh, if you guys, be, if you beat the game, yeah. you will get books. Not just any books. Oh, I thought they were just random, like pick them off a shelf <laughs> thing. Just some some books, you know, they just have lying around. We'll just wrap them up and send it. You could you get like a med surge. Um, what else I got here? <laughs> what else do I have on my shelf? I got here? a Sports Illustrated. Uh, you know, got yeah. uh, I've got a couple of duplicate uh, copies of Harry Potter. Yeah. I have yeah, the I mean, stop and go grocery I don't know why game. I have yeah, more than one version. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Guinness I've got a uh I've got a yeah. writer I've got a uh, writer's guide thing, one of those how to write. You don't things. need to know how to write. Oh yeah, how to write things. I've got a I've got a how to play poker cool. book too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you will be getting books uh, by seriously? Michael Scott. You'll be getting a set of the first four books. Uh, in the Nicholas Flamel series, 
And, you know, if you've been to the portal recently, you know, you've seen where we posted the UK, the new revamped, revamped, the new, 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 (laughs) the new, 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 uh, UK books, the covers and, uh, re-releasing, they're re-releasing those. And those are the ones that you'll be getting. We'll have five grand prize winners and each of those five will receive uh, a set of four of, of those books. And a signed book plate by Mr. Michael Scott himself. And so, Jamie's diary. I don't have a diary, so you're, <laughs> you're, diary. Yeah. Um, you're out of luck there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you have to finish the game in order to register for the competition, uh, for the drawing. And it'll be a random drawing out on, uh, what, what was it, the 8th? January the 8th? Yes, I believe that's the... uh... Yeah, January the 8th. um, You know, we'll announce the winner on the 9th. Uh, The last day is the 8th. We'll be drawing on the 9th. That's what it is. Um, And you you have to finish the game to get to the registration page to be able to register for the drawing of the the giveaway. And registering um, is just your email address and your parents' email or guardian's email address if you're under 16. Yes. Is the rule. Follow yes. the rules. All the information can also be found on the Ether's actual page, which you can find the link on the uh, on the website. All the it's all the rules and regulations, all the legal stuff, right, Chris? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, what speaking else we got? We got a uh, speaking of new stuff. There's a um, a book book trailer for the UK re-release of the series for the Alchemist. Sean. Sean, is is that is that a trailer it, for for the movie? Yes, it's a trailer for the movie. Yes. <laughs> oh wow! It is a trailer. Oh. It is a trailer said, for the movie that advertises the book. Uh, oh, okay. I was totally confused. It's even it's shorter. Nice it's even shorter. It it just I mean, has like if you a had picture said, of, a, of a link that's, that has the link to the book trailer. Yeah. If, so if you had trailer. said book, I probably would have understand understood what you meant. I don't know what. Look hand in hand, man. Exactly. That's the, the, the name. new Alchemist book trailer is a book trailer. Book trailer. The trailer for but, the no, book. There, there was one released back when the Alchemist first came out, and that was by the U.S. division of Random House. And this trailer was produced by the U.K division of random house so if there was any uh discrepancies there with the you know with people's problems about what this trailer was for what it was from um you know the first one was the u.s version and this is the uk version which is why the actors have british accents (laughs) exactly (laughs) because josh and sophie definitely do not have british accents in the story as far as i'm aware but thinking that Every time there's a pause, I'm just going to do that. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'll pause. What? What? And speaking of books and Michael Scott and – no, that's it. Books and Michael Scott. There's a new book out by Michael Scott. Well, it's more of a re-release, right? Yeah. Well, it's a, re- a rewrite. Rewritten, uh, a rewrite of an older book. He'd, yeah, he'd really written this book, and I don't even think it was – ever released in the States. And then he collaborated with um, another author uh, named um, Colette Colette Friedman. Friedman. Yeah, Colette Friedman. 
And together they rewrote it, I guess, modern, modernized uh, the, the version of the story. And uh, they're re-releasing it and it actually about, came out on uh, December the 6th. It's called, uh, it's called The Thirteen Hollows. The Thirteen and Deathly Hollows. No. <laughs> it's called The Thirteen. Yeah. It's called The Thirteen Hollows. And it is definitely for our, our more adult-aged listeners. You know, it's, it's not a, a, a teen book. You'll not find it in the teen book section, if, if that's clear enough for you. So, uh, you know, obviously... It's not appropriate for teens. It's not a teen-appropriate book. And we just wanted to, uh, to let our adult listeners know that, uh, that, that a book by Michael is... Is uh, is out there another book besides the Flamel series? And uh, if you want to pick it up, all one of you. Uh, yes. Um, if you wanted to pick it up, uh, feel free to uh, to do so. It's uh, I, I've read the original. I've not had the pleasure of reading the uh, the re-release yet, but I have read the original, and um, it's a good book. So check it out. The original was awesome. Agreed. Emails. Emails. Yay! We have some. All right. Our first email is from Sasha, one of our favorite listeners. She says, Hi, Portalcasters. Sadly, my Skype is still being butt, so here is an email instead. Well, we like emails as well. But. Can we say but? Um, I think we can say but. Okay, just check. (laughs) You just did. (laughs) But. But. What? Anyways. (laughs) um, Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Chicken butt. Chicken butt. <laughs> the joke never gets old. Never. <laughs> Anyways, she says. I just, I just made the outtakes. <laughs> I might actually made the show. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, she says if you could choose one of the characters to be your bestest friend, who would it be? I would want either Scatty or Joan as a BFF. Joan because she seems nice and friendly and is my hero. Scatty because she too is awesome and could keep the older girls from taking my lunch money and picking on me. Hugs, Sasha. Well, you tell us who those girls are, Sasha. Kick kick them right in the the butt. butt. (laughs) (laughs) We will kick their butt. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, You know what? My favorite character in the series is, uh, is Machiavelli. But I think, <laughs> having said that, <laughs> but having said that, <laughs> um, I think I would have to pick Marethew because that dude is just cool. He's like Fonzie cool, man. Yeah, but yeah, it's Josh. I said it. <laughs> no, but the Josh isn't cool yet. He's got to be. He's got to get uh, to the Marethew stage to be cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'd pick Marethew. Because we could, you know, we could just hang around, zip through time, you know, that kind of thing. Chill out. <laughs> I'd probably say Billy. He just seems like a cool guy. He's a cool guy. We're going to talk about him later. Crazy cool cat. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about him later. No, the, the, the crazy cool cat is Bastet. That is true. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, she's just a crazy cat. Oh, oh, oh. My favorite is Virginia Dare. She's awesome. I love her. And she can play you a lullaby every night. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> I I flip flop. Some days my favorite is Scatty, and some days my favorite is Palamedes. So I don't know. I can't decide. Any other emails? Oh yeah. I've, I've, yeah. <clears throat> what? <laughs> but. <laughs> 
We have another email. <laughs> All right. Our next email uh, is from Dominique, and it says, I love the podcast. Now I have a question. Drum roll. <laughs> Which character of the series are you most like? I'm most like Scatty. Ha ha ha. I have her personality. So, yeah. And I would like to hear Jeff say this. You don't know what I got. XD. Ha ha. I love you all. I look forward to the podcast every month and the release of The Enchantress. So, yep. Dominique. Character that I most like. I would like to think I'm Paris like Natan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to say Natan. I'm going to say Natan. I don't, I, I like Jeff is a walking fortune cookie. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I am. I can bust them out at any time. You know. Let's hear some. For every Goliath, they're stone. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you get that once? <laughs> Did you get that at lunch today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I did actually. <laughs> I think it was yesterday, but. <laughs> I most like. Uh... I got nut. What? Who? Who? <laughs> um. Hmm. That's a good question. Come back to me. I, Billy? No, 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 I'm not going to shoot them. I've got Sean's answer. Who am I most like, Sean? You're most yeah. like John D. <laughs> yeah. I expect to smell like sulfur. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you smell like sulfur and you want everything for yourself. I'm like Machiavelli. I can be conniving. That is true. I always get my way. I'd say I must actually... Um, I'd say I'm probably most like Virginia Dare, which I think why I like her so much. I'm very non-confrontational, like to stay out of things. So. Yeah. Although I am musically challenged, so that whole flute thing would be an issue. <laughs> but it's a yeah. magic flute, so you'd probably be fine. Okay. Okay, Chris, your turn. I have no idea. I was just letting you guys write because I don't know. I can't. Be, I can figure out an answer to that. Well, Which character. I'm yeah. Most like. you don't I don't know. Yeah. Don't get reasons. Like you. you don't have to give. <laughs> 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 like you. Because because you can't pronounce her name. <laughs> I would say you're a lot like Perry. You're very knowledgeable. Oh, oh well, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you're a lifelong yeah. learner, just like Perry. You're a liar. Not say that. You're a liar, and the okay. little bit of gray kind of matches. A little bit. But, but a, a lot. lot. <laughs> a little bit of gray. <laughs> Sorry. Sure, why not? Let's say let's say who we're most like, and then everyone else can say all the bad qualities about them. <laughs> That's the best game. thing. Oh, and you know what game. the Yeah, yeah. Do we have any voicemails? No, we don't. Okay. Uh we'll just skate right on past it then. Smells. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what do we got next going on here? Something about a poll? So they tell me. Um, so they tell Got a poll. What is your favorite book cover? Now that we've got all six. Ooh. They... Well, we actually have eight now, if you want to get technical. Well, no, we're not going to get technical. Well, yeah. We're talking about American book covers. <laughs> no, I meant... We have 25 <laughs> UK book covers. <laughs> I'm not talking about the sides. I meant eight, because I meant the two short stories. Oh, I don't think they should count, though. Anyway, those aren't nah, like they're not exactly the best covers. covers. And they almost they, they they sort of go in an interesting order. The alchemist is nine percent. The magician was nine percent. The sorceress was three percent. 
The Necromancer was 9%. The Warlock was 30%. And the Enchantress was 39%. So no one really likes the Sorceress. Everyone likes the Enchantress cover the most. Not me. That's interesting. I think I voted for Necromancer. I voted for the Warlock. The Necromancer. I like all the Egyptian stuff. I think I'd have to go... I mean, Necromancer and Sorceress are pretty close for me. Because I love the little swords logo and all that stuff on the on the sorceress. Probably probably Necromancer probably beats Sorceress out just because of the color uh the color ratio or ratio. The color scheme of uh, Necromancer is much nicer than the purple on the sorceress. But uh sor- You don't like purple Jeff? <laughs> I love purple. I and love you- purple. And unicorns, that's don't the unicorn. <clears throat> that's a that's a sound bite for you, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, Sorceress is my second, and then uh, Warlock. Alchemist Magician are probably there behind Enchantress together. What are you, Sean? Mm-hmm. I said, I yeah, said the Necromancer. You did. Because it's black like my heart. Yeah, your soul. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Chris? Um, I like the... I like the Necromancer. Yeah. I like the um because it's black the... like your heart. <laughs> <laughs> what? Of course. Because because it's black like your butt. <laughs> you said butt. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> Moving on. I'm gonna fill up before we completely turn this into a third graders podcast. Quam. Quam. What's what? a quam? Your favorite aspect. Who's your qualm? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Sorry. What is what? your favorite aspect of the Enchantress cover and why? Jack from Minnesota said, My favorite aspect is the sun moon eclipse on the center shield. I believe that it symbolizes Sophie and Josh will become the two that are one from the prophecy. I also like the tree, which I believe is the original Yggdrasil. I know. Agree with that. I think the tree is definitely representing the original Yggdrasil. Agreed. Well, Annika is in a black van outside my house. <laughs> Again? Still, yeah. And <laughs> she I, must be I, very I, cold. Yeah, we we just kind of hang out. Actually, it's been like really nice out. It's been like oh in my the God, 60s it's in December. Oh, in New England, it's like ridiculous. <laughs> we steal like 10 degrees from you, please. But we got like three feet of snow on Halloween, so there's that. We had yeah, Halloween bounced canceled because of the snow the blizzard we had. So I'll take 60 <laughs> degrees in December. But Annika in the black van outside Sean's house. Uh, my favorite is the center emblem, which seems to be an eclipse. I think it means the end of the world is nigh. Good word. Nigh. I like that. Nigh. Figured you'd like that. The end of the world. I'm going to come, I'm gonna <laughs> come say how – I'm going to go tell you personally how good of a word nigh is because in your van. <laughs> <laughs> Our next response is from uh, someone named Anonymous. <laughs> that is the In, best uh, name ever. It is the best name ever. Anonymous. It's like the group Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, remember, it is. remember 5th of December. Anonymous. And the um <laughs> as whatever Anonymous is, is response is what? I love the corner images. They give you hints on what might happen and they are um uh you don't know what I got. Ha-ha-ha. No, we don't know what yeah. you because we don't even know what your name is. So you're you're a mysterious person to us. Anyways, 
our next response is from Cedar Girl, who is in the middle of nowhere. And, oh, who is apparently the middle of nowhere is a block closer than where she is. And uh, So she is just outside of the middle of nowhere. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I didn't know that place existed. And she said, I really like the center shield and the leaves. The eclipse on the shield is really cool, and I wonder what it will represent about the twins and what it says about the final battle. Right. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... Center shield's getting a lot of love. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of think you got to go to the whole uh, sun and moon twins battling thing, you know, that you think that's got a reference to that. One would think. Yeah. Jeff would think. Jeff is one. <laughs> and only. And we have Olivia up next. She says she is about to go through the 13 Ley Gates to reach Dan of Talus and help fight the Dark Elders. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Whoa, right now. She says, I absolutely love the Enchantress cover. It's my favorite by far. I love it even more than the very shiny Warlock cover. Though my favorite parts have to be one, the tree and the leaves, of course, because they're beautiful and say that we'll see more earth magic. And my other favorite thing is the center emblem, which shows the sun and moon. It obviously shows at least one pair of twins working, hopefully, together. Or fighting to their death. Shiny. You're shiny. <laughs> shiny. I, I gotta imagine this next one's gonna be nice and shiny too, right? Like the gold one. So yeah, maybe uh, we'll maybe we'll yeah, get to sure. see that. I'm pretty sure it's going to be. And our shiny, next response is from Megan in the suspicious looking birthday cake. Megan's response is My favorite part of the Enchantress cover is the eclipsed center. I think it represents the sun and moon becoming the one that is all. Also, it is a really pretty drawing. Yes it is. Yep. 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 Yep, indeed. It is. Uh, next re- response is from PH Volt 220 from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Got some friends living down in Fort Lauderdale. Whoop, whoop. The response is in the. <laughs> in the uh, <laughs> says, I'll be in the minority and say that the cover looks far too cluttered for my taste. Although I appreciate your effort in trying to incorporate Earth Element in it. With that said, I think my favorite aspect of the cover would be the center shield for representing the sun and moon um you know everyone does seem to be kind of uh in love with this cover and it's proved in the uh, poll and all the comments and stuff we've got and i'm gonna have to agree with uh ph 220 here about cover being a little too busy it's all the cover in the the tree with the vastness of the of the i thought it was a little too much and that's why, you know, if you listen back to when I was ranking the covers, the Enchantress isn't, isn't in my top three. But it's still a great cover. I mean, I'm not talking for that, but it, I think it kind of pales uh, in comparison to some of the, the better covers that we've, we've seen in this. No, I, I agree a little bit. I think I was surprised to see the leaves everywhere. I mean, I guess I, I guess because of all the other elements are more fluid in their the way they've been mm-hmm. shown on the covers and the leaves, it just kind of like took over the bottom half yeah. of the cover. I like the leaves better than the lightning. I'll say that. I didn't like the lightning at first, but I liked it when we actually got the book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah on the actual book, it's not bad, but I don't, I, I don't know. Though. I, I, I like the lightning. I thought I, at first it was kind of shocking, but I think that was only because it was such a stark contrast to the, the style and the kind of what we'd gotten in the in the first four covers, it was really a, a different take on showing the element, and uh, I thought it worked beautifully. Suck up. 
<laughs> I just said the Enchantress cover is not, is not even in my top three, and you're like, call me so. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with everyone, though, in the, the center emblem. It's probably one of the better ones of all the covers. I, I'm kind of a space geek, so. And it's a gear. Yeah, I, I like all Yeah, it's... It's the, the center emblem is the last on my list for me. I, I am not a fan of the center emblem at all. Suck up. I like it. Too. It just breaks. <laughs> it breaks. From, this whole cover, almost this entire cover, breaks from the the, the tradition. That had. Like yeah, you don't have the all, map kind of revealing itself anymore. And... Yeah, it's, I, it's not that I dislike it. I just like the I like other covers that we have seen from Michael Wagner uh, in this series better than this, and it. It just seems a little too clustered. I mean, visually looking, I mean, I cannot wait to get this book in my hand and see what this thing looks like on the on the printed foil. I mean, it's going to be amazing. Without a doubt, it's going to be amazing. Everything you see in here that's this gray, silvery-looking color is going to be this chrome-like sh- shiny. It's just going to be shiny. I mean, shiny. It's, yeah, it's going to be awesome. You know, I don't mind. I don't mind the leaves. I like. I I like the leaves better than the lightning too. But I actually don't like the tree because it's even in a in a big picture of it. I think it's a little bit hard to tell that that's what it is. The the blue space between it and 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 underneath is so small that it at first yeah. glance just sort of looked like this gr- like a big potted, green like, a, like somebody like spilled a, a thing of green ink. It kind of looks like, like a, a chia pet. <laughs> yeah, a chia pet. A chia pet. Burn, I think. I think that's the issue I have with it is the leaves that are scattered about. I like those, but it doesn't really match with the size of the tree. No, no ratio. Like it's more parts. zoomed into the leaves than it is the tree. Yeah, ratio wise, yeah, the leaves are huge. I yeah. also don't like two of the corner and, el- emblems. I I don't know. I don't like the well. Let's just let's just go the alien one. Sure. Since we're already on this, let's just jump right into our uh, uh, our main discussion yep. here. And uh, and just go down through the lip, and we'll just attack them all. All right. You want to start with the corner image, top left? Yeah, let's just start from let's start top and bottom. So top left. Swords. Is our four opening a leg swords? Yep. It, yep. Yep. I mean, and, and if you if you look inside that little um, spiky star. thing, that yeah, there's, there's no, several there's several stars. actually. There's yeah. There's a, there's a bunch of stars Five. inside there, and I'm sure that's to represent the aether kind of portal legate that we're ether aether <laughs> kind of ether either whatever um, portal legate that they created when they when they put them together <laughs> there, and and the the thing that is is actually kind of cool about it, if you look at the swords. Two are I, at first I didn't think they were, but now that I start looking at them more, there's two of the swords that pretty much are the, exactly the swords off of the uh, the sorcerer's cover, where they should the two uh, vertical um, swords. Ex- yeah, the two vertical ones. Yep, the ones going running vertically of the book are the ones directly from the uh, from the sorcerer's cover. And if you so actually thought, if you actually look at the blades themselves, those two blades match, and the other two blades are different. So there's like three blade yeah. types. Yep, and and the handle types too. Those two match, but then there's there's three well, different the types of grip. Types I suppose, yeah. Here's a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they in the right position that deplace them in the necromancer? Um. Do we know exactly what position they were in? Yes, it said. Yeah, he said he laid which ones he laid on what and yeah. and things like that as he put as he put it down. And um, I think even 
I think even Coatlicue, when he did it, when he was summoning Coatlicue, he laid him in a, in a specific sequence then as well. Yeah, that's what I was talking about when he summoned That's him. the one you're talking about? Because yeah. I couldn't remember if, uh, I knew that... I don't think it him. said when, um, in the Warlock. But in the Warlock it didn't say? It okay. said in the Necromancer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does as well. Because Coatlicue, when she's, we kind of like get a glimpse into her mind when she's trapped in her shadow room and she sees the four colors uh, of the swords that are basically mm-hmm. opening the portal to her. And um, <clears throat> I can't remember if she remembers them in a specific... No, I don't think she remembers them, but I think it says how deep placed them. Right. Uh, yeah, but if it just says the order he placed them in. I mean. No, it said like this one's on the left, this one was on the right. Yeah. I'm trying to see if I if, can find uh, it. You know what? It here. Clarence was at the bottom of the square, the blade pointing to the left. Durendal yeah. was on the left-hand side, its blade pointing up. Excalibur was on top, its blade pointing right towards J- Joyeuse, whose blade was pointing down. So it's possibly no. turned. It's wrong. No, because if you no, keep I, rotating even, it, the even swords then it's wrong. The, wrong way. the top and bottom yeah. swords are pointing the wrong way. Yeah. Even if you rotate it to have Do we know which one's Joyeuse and which one's Durendal? We don't know which one's Clarence and which one's Excalibur. Yes, we do from the Sorcerer's Cover. Yeah, it's the one on the right is Excalibur. Oh, because it's a different one on the color. left. Why is it? Is <clears> yeah, the one on the Sorcerer's Cover? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's there's something that, that dictates the difference there. But I, I'm pretty sure I agree with Jamie that the one on the right going pointing vertically, pointing upwards, is Excalibur. Yeah, I think so. Can you read that, read that again real quick, Chris? Sure. Clarent was at the bottom uh-huh. of the square. The blade pointing to the left. Durandal pointing the wrong way. Durandal was on the. And that's okay. Durandal was on the left hand side. Its blade pointing up. Excalibur was on top. Its blade pointing right. And Joyeuse, whose blade was pointing down. Um, so that would yeah, be on the even right hand side. Sean, yeah, Sean's right. Even if you rotate this around, it's all, and stuff, the, the, the blades are pointing. Yeah, the top and bottom. <clears> the top and bottom blades are pointing the wrong way. And yeah. on the so, cover I mean, of the sorceress, not... they're not different colors. No, but the 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 handles are different. The hilts. The handles don't get a description in the books, do they? No, but it says it. I think Michael confirmed at one point which one was which. Yeah, the, I, 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 that's why I'm kind of agreeing with Jamie because I, there was definitely. Uh, uh, I mean, looking uh, at it, I would say Excalibur is the one with like the crosses on the hilt. Uh, definition the one on the but, right. Yes. Just by look, but. Yes. Yeah, and I, I'm almost 100 percent positive that it is. Uh, how we came we come about that information, I I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, at some point, at some point, somehow maybe there it's on was, our covers uh, there was podcast. Information. Maybe it's on our covers. It could podcast. be. <clears throat> it's been a it while. Could be. That was like episode four. <laughs> this is episode 37. <laughs> it was in our first year. Yeah, it was like in the first six sometime in the first. I think six, it's episode, it was episode four. That's what I just it's said. episode four. Yeah, what? four. Yeah. What? But, <laughs> you know, so, I gotta say, like, okay. as we're talking about these corner images, I'm a little disappointed yeah. because the four corner images, we already know what they are. Yeah, there's not too much question. They are it's true. Already. There's no, there's no, like, secrets, really, on this cover. Although the bottom right, right one did give me a little trouble. <laughs> well, and I, I knew what it was as soon as I saw that one, but only because I had already done... The research on uh, I'd already done research Sa- on Sagalalal, so Sagalalal. Uh, yeah, I I knew I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, I've seen that before. T-gay. And uh, sure enough, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, my first guess was actually Abraham, you know, turning to stone, but, you know, under the statue yeah. or whatever. But right. Is she sags a lot? She sags a lot. Okay. <laughs> she sags. She sags. All right. I like, I like that one, Jamie. I like that one. All right. All right. She's, She's quite that. old. Aunt um, Agnes. I can right. pronounce that one. Yeah. How well, do you pronounce the goggle all out? Aunt Agnes. Exactly. <laughs> to keep a little uniformity to our conversation here, do we want to just jump down to that one or finish off on yeah, the top? Yeah, <laughs> We can just keep going. Um, okay. All right. So anyway, we know that the Don't bottom right on. is is uh, Shakalaka. Um, Shakalaka. She sag. <laughs> Shakalaka sags a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets better and better. Oh boy. <laughs> so um, no. We can just keep no. it going and say that the top right image is the your mama ship. <laughs> your mama. <laughs> the mama ship. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. The top right off image is obviously a, a Vimana, and you got to kind of assume from the descriptions in the in the Warlock that that's one of the ships like the the Ampu were piloting when they uh, when they captured like um, the fighters more than the yeah transport ships. Right, exactly. Yeah, this, this wouldn't be representing like the big one that uh, Prometheus was driving, and probably not. The uh, crystal one that Marethi was was piloting. No, that'd be more shiny and clear. <laughs> <laughs> shiny. Uh, yeah, we wouldn't see it though. We'd just see like a guy floating there, and we'd be like, "What is that?" And then Mike would come out and be like, "Oh, you can't see it, but that's the crystal of your mom with with Marethi inside of it." <laughs> <laughs> just be like an open circle with nothing in there except a little blurry <laughs> man. Maybe look like he's sitting down. Be like, ah, oh, fooled you. You weren't able to identify everything in the cover. What is that? He had no idea what it was. <laughs> um, the bottom left. Bottom right. Bot, bottom left. So sorry. we're going diagonal this yeah, time. Yeah, I was jumping all over the place. Um, <laughs> bottom left is the back of a dollar bill. Yeah, it is on the back of a dollar bill. Eye of Horus. Eye of Horus. <laughs> so Not quite. It doesn't have interesting, the... Interesting, though. It doesn't have the... the. It's a weird version of it. It, it is, because it's the little step pyramid it's not a seeing eye well yeah, and then the eye is not the standard it's not the eye of horror. it's not the standard it's not the standard no 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 it's not and that's why i was that's what i was trying to say you know what the differences is between the what what you know we're saying is the eye of horus and and this see what, what um, strikes definitely, me as the most interesting is look at the edge of the inside edge of like the drawing how like the spiked uh-huh and then you got the gear in the center. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but they don't fit. Or it could just be mimicking the steps, and he likes drawing squiggly lines. But <laughs> it could be. <laughs> um, <laughs> but definitely, you know, less Egyptian pyramid in this more depiction Mayan. here. It's more um, Mayan. It's more. It looks Mayan. like it, no. It looks like Tikal. Oh, does the, it? The Tikal Temple. Yeah. Even has the same number of big steps. By the way. Oh, nice! Good job. And the same Where little that? door. That is in. It's in Guatemala. Machu Picchu. Not quite. It's in Guatemala. Machu Picchu. It was the capital <laughs> of the the particular state it was part of. So. Oh, cool. And is it Mayan? It is. No, <laughs> See, that's what I no, said. She's knowledgeable. She... 
I knew we had her on this show for some reason. She knows her stuff. <laughs> she does. Okay, so let's talk are about Saga the eyes. eyes glowing? Yeah, they are. She's creepy. <laughs> um, let's talk about the eye and that and uh, above the pyramid there. You said it's not, you know, your typical uh, eye of horror eye, right? Yeah, well, and there's there's two that are closely associated with each other. There's the all-seeing eye and then eye of Horus, which are kind of synonymous, but they're drawn a little bit differently. And both are different than what's on the cover here. Right. Right, yeah. Well, because on the, on the back of the, of the U.S. currency dollar bill is the all-seeing eye, not the eye of Horus. And the Eye of Horus has that little kind of tail that comes off of it, correct? Yeah. Yes. So this could... It looks be, like it has eyeliner kind right, of... Right, this could be kind of maybe... Horus wears eyeliner. Precursor to both of those. Like, both derived from this one, maybe. Well, because isn't it the... Uh, the Eye of Horus is like the combination of a bunch of different symbols, correct? Uh, Yes. Isn't the Eye of Horus like seven, like seven, the other seven gods or something all combined to it, one symbol? Yeah, there's like, each is, each is a certain portion and symbolizes a certain fraction. And actually, if you add up all those fractions, it's like, I want to say it's like one sixteenth shy of a whole. It's like missing a part. Hmm. It's quite interesting. But um, what, what do you think the odds <laughs> are of us seeing Mars back on, uh, back in Danatalus? Like in his oh, in his heyday, in his heyday, yeah. Because he was the one; he was the last one there, saving all the humani. Remember, he was the savior of the humani on Danutalis, right? Before he went bad. So I, I think we will definitely see him. Right. Well, I, you know, I wonder how far we're going to get uh, past the initial, you know, island being, you know, destruction. You know what I mean? Where where it's just gonna be like, oh it sank and then end yeah, the story yeah, or exactly. are we gonna see what yeah. is just after yeah right right good point. yeah exactly but yeah that covers the uh, the corners now for the uh, completely different uh, center shield from the other now one. for something say, completely different now for something completely different the uh, and, and you know one of the things that 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 I say is completely different is because. On the other shields, we've had a, a specific style of, of of runes around it, and these are very much different from all the other books. They're very um, hieroglyphy. You know what I mean? They're kind of a mix between like hieroglyphs and Native American writing. Yeah, yeah. I can see the. Native American. I I tried to figure out what the heck they were. I don't know if anyone was able to figure it out. I couldn't find anything, but I was looking at a lot of the Native American stuff and it looked kind of right. similar, but not Right, exactly. it's kind of a mix. I'm sure that I'm sure that there is a specific hieroglyph or, you know, whatever that these are, that these came from that Michael would probably be able to answer for us at some point if we we get to ask him. But you're you're right, Jamie. I kind of went through as well, just looking through hieroglyph uh images and things like that on and I I couldn't really find any that matched up either. I mean, I wonder if that's, like, the kind of symbols that they were using, like, to trap a Rapanop or something like that. Oh, kind the, of the, the language of Danutalis, you know. Well, it was, th- those symbols were, um... Oh, well, those were even older, yeah. Yeah, those were, all, those were Archon symbols. Maybe they're Archon symbols. But they could be. Because they said, uh, they said only... They're like Sumerian uh, or something. Was it Perry? Or somebody said that only... 
Arapanop said only a great elder would know what those symbols were, what they meant. That doesn't mean these couldn't that's be them. They were, yeah. No, I didn't say they couldn't be them. I just said yeah, they're not. They couldn't be the language. That those of aren't elder. They're not elder. Yeah, they're 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 archon. It's an archon. But they language. certainly look more symbolic, like a hieroglyph would be. Like you've got one that looks like a spider, one that looks could be like a lizard or something, and. Mm-hmm. Eyes and maybe it's pictorial representations of the different Eld- animals that the elders have become. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's got, maybe yeah. it's pictorial representations of the elders themselves. Yeah, or it could be pictorial representations of the Tork clans and the Humani. Who knows? Could Who knows? Pictorial representations of your mom. Anything. <laughs> Sir no knows. Sir no knows. Yeah, that one right there with it doesn't have it looks like it doesn't have a nose. Yeah, that's Cerno nose. That's um, Voldemort. So, <laughs> so the center shield wise, we've got the triangle behind it with the the circle on top, kind of uh, going back um, to a couple of the early book covers. The magician had the triangle and circle and and, and crescent moon in it as well. Yeah, so I wonder it, if like all the elements are represented in this shield. Well, I, mean, I don't really water. see a water, but is what's the symbol for water? Is the the symbol for water? You can go to the sorceress one and see the little wavy line thing there on top. There's yeah, the, there's a couple of different versions though. There's like a triangular. What's the version? Like, and, yeah, yeah, because you got the alchemic uh, symbol for that, water. Yeah, because I mean you've is, got like that's one of the triangles. Yeah, you see the triangle with a line vertically, or um, or you know the circle. Uh, the triangle, the circle is fire. Then you got the triangle so with a horizontal line. So I'm wondering if like the triangle represents like water or something because you got like on the the like that first ring kind of looks like they could be leaves you know yeah. you've got the sun for like the fire element <clears throat> you know you got sky could be air granted it's space i believe the alchemical symbol for water is an upside down triangle point down it's not upside down uh, that's for sure no, but it just kind of i was just wondering if we could see if all the elements were now represented in one image right yeah, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem that water's here. It doesn't seem that water's there at all. Unless, you know, when you kinda look at um if you go back and uh look at the conversations about the uh the, the sun and moon twins, you know, we know that the gold sun twin is prone to fire as their you know, most powerful element. And the moon Silver twin is is prone to water as their most powerful element. So you could you could say that the, the moon shape there, the crescent moon shape, could could uh, represent water in that aspect. Well, and if you kind of look in the background, going up from the point of the triangle, there's two lines that are really faint. It could be an upside down triangle. It almost looks like it it's making the center down. emblem a pendant, mm-hmm. like it's hanging from a chain. Yeah, because it goes all the way up to yeah, the, but if you. The upper left and right. Yeah, the circles. Emblems, yeah. But if you look at the bottom two points, it does. It sort of does yeah, the same. all the points, all the points yeah. do that. They all have their phantom lines running out from them. And if you look like you know how like all the book covers have that kind of faded image in the background, this sort of seems to have that same faded yeah. image with the circle with the points. It does have. Yeah, there's something back there, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Which all the covers have. Yeah. Yep. You know, we didn't mention that for if we're talking about all the elements, there's also um, behind 
this center emblem. You, you probably can't see it on any of the versions that's been posted online. You'll probably see it in the final final book, but there's like a starry uh, uh, space sky behind this eclipse that's happening here. And um, yeah, yeah, we could we could say that that is a representation for uh, for Aether. I'm looking at all the previous book covers, and I'm uh-huh. wondering if not so much the elements themselves, but is each book cover kind of represented in the center image? I'd say the questionable one would probably be Warlock. I don't see a hexagon I, or anything. Yeah, Warlock would be rough on that one. I mean, you can obviously see the magician. In, um, yeah, obviously the magician with the crescent moon. And the upwards face, the up, upwards facing triangle. Alchemist had a downwards facing triangle, but it had a line across it, which is the alchemical element, uh, alchemical sign for air. So you you've know, got the kind really of sun shape. Have, <clears throat> we don't really have any kind of air representation here on this. I do have to say though that center emblem with the the crescent moon and the sun, it. It took me a while to actually see the crescent moon. It was almost like one of like staring at one of those magic eyes kind of. It took me a minute to get it to like pop out of the picture. Yeah, I mean and and you know that was kind of what I was alluding to when I was talking about the clutteredness of, of the cover. I mean, it you have to literally sit and just kind of look at it and absorb it to get all of the information that's on all the stuff that's on here and uh, to absorb it in, really. Cuz there's just so much going on, especially the bottom half of the cover is just is very busy. Especially with that tree down there. Get busy. Yeah. The, the spilled the, green the, ink. It's a, it's a bonsai tree. <laughs> Where's, Mr. Where's Mr. Miyagi? <laughs> no. Niten probably has one. Niten. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Niten. I'm sure he was trimmed it up there. So that's not the Yggdrasil? It, it is. I was joking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying I to transition kind of here. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the Yggdrasil. <laughs> the roots are cool, though. I'm going to have to admit. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to admit. The roots are very cool. They they run out across the little uh, chrome bars that are running below it, and then they wrap around them and you know drop down into the lower part of the page and stuff. It's very, very cool. Except they miss the Nidhogg. He's supposed to be trapped in Yeah. No, no they, this yeah, is the original he's in the bottom of the still. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't well, tied up. He in was. That one. He was in. He was in Hecate's. Yeah, he, he was. In he was in Hecate's Yggdrasil. Well, in the mythological Yggdrasil. <laughs> well, he was tied up in Hecate's Yggdrasil, not the Denatalis Yggdrasil. Yeah, book wise. Book book wise. Book wise. All right, technicalities. <laughs> so that's a cover. That's uh, that is a cover and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, it's a whole cover. Very... Oh yeah. I don't know. There's enough on here for cover and a half. <laughs> we have we have something else we got to talk about. Yep. We do. We do. Absolutely, we do. I mean, you know, we're talking about a cover of a book that's not out yet. When we do have a book that's already out. The awesomeness. Which is Billy the Buffy the Vampire no. Slayer. <laughs> oh, Billy the Vampire Close. Slayer. Sorry. Billy the Kid and the Vampires of Vegas. All right, so if you guys are Billy the Kid and the World Series of Poker. <laughs> no. If you have not read Billy the Kid and the Vampires of Vegas yet, turn us off now. You've been warned. Everyone dies. You don't know what I got. Snape kills Dumbledore with Rosebud. It's a sled. What? What? Sorry. But? 
All right, Vampires Vegas. Let's get rolling here. Right on into it. So overall, overall general impressions. What do you guys think? I thought it was great. I mean, ah. um, do what? I said I loved it. Yeah, it was great. It was it was funny. It was action packed. It was, you know, very informative. You know, you, you get a lot of tidbits into characters and why they act the way they do in you know the, the regular series. And you know, if you're questioning yourself, saying, okay, how can Billy and Scatty known each other before the series when they clearly didn't know each other when Billy saw her? Uh, picture of her in Machia- in Machiavelli's presence. Well, that's that's addressed. So, you know, if if you if, if you've read it and you miss that or something, you know, it, it it's addressed. They you know, it's not a um it, it's a canon book. It's a canon short story, you know. So, uh I I, I heard people, you know, say some things about, you know, how can they be, you know, know each other before when they didn't know each other in the series? and uh, it's addressed and it's, it's covered it's pretty well actually so yeah it was definitely definitely one something for me that jumped out uh when reading it and thinking oh wait a second how did they you know just meet face to face i even went back sorceress to find out um to find that part where machiavelli is talking to billy when he first gets to the states and um i think machiavelli is getting um picture of who got trapped in the legate and it's a picture of Joan and Scathoc. And uh, Machiavelli recognizes Scathoc, of course, and says he doesn't know who, who Joan is. And uh, Billy says, you know, that's the warrior maid. I thought she'd be bigger. You know, makes a little crack-wise joke like that, saying, you know, acting like he didn't know who she was. It works. Yeah, it works. It's all addressed. It's all good. Good to go. But I enjoyed it. It was very good. Yeah. There was lots of little surprises and uh, a lot of little, like, tidbits here and there, like, details more about Kate's Coddle. And... You learn a bit about what happened. But, yeah. I mean, you got more descriptions, too, yeah. of what the characters look it, like. It, it's a story Absolutely. that takes place in the past, and you learn a lot about even further past. Right. Yep. You know, and I don't know if it was, like, for you guys, but the scatty, the way, the way she portrayed herself and the way she talked and the way she just her general essence in this book seemed a lot harder a lot a lot more like Aoife to me than the scatty from the Flamel series I agree it's very different you know because she's she's very light and funny and you know kind of thing and especially in the first two books at least and, uh, and and in this book, she's very very hard and and um, she's more sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's it, it felt more like uh, like like Eva uh, acts you know, in the Flamel series. You know, Scatty acted more along those lines in uh, in, in this book, and uh, I thought it was interesting the uh, the difference there in her character. And I think it's because of who she's dealing with. I mean, she's dealing with an agent of Dark Elder versus, like, Flamel, who she sees as her father, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't really read it that way. I didn't I didn't really see her that way. I, I actually am not sure I agree that I see that difference. Really? Between them. Yeah. 
the way just, I mean, she was, I don't know. And, and I say that having read it this weekend, so it's fairly fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, just the, the comment she made about, well, if you survive and then, you know, being, being kind of glad that he did. And, and, and some of the, I mean, she sort of seemed to take to him and like him right away. The, the one comment where they're talking to each other and, well, I hope, you know, I hope I don't have to kill you. And, oh, I hope you don't have to die. I mean, I, she, I really didn't see her as, as standoffish as, as. I think she kind of changed over the course of the story. Like she started out very hard. Well, and as she got to know Billy and she, yeah, I mean, she, she even compares him at one point to Joan of Arc and says that he reminds her of Joan and, so I think as she starts seeing what kind of person he is, she starts opening up and acting more like the scabby we know in the series. So I remember her saying, "You remind me of someone I knew a long time ago." She she says she says both. She okay. she does say that. Um, and I assumed it was she was talking at the time she was talking about Kuchelaine, but you know what? She's she's I actually think she says that at the very end of it, but she earlier does make a comment like Jamie said, she does she does compare him to to Old Joan. <laughs> which which is not a comparison I would have made, but after reading this I, I kind of see where it's coming from. <laughs> yeah. See it was a while ago when I, I it's it's been a bit since I read it, so the details are a little fuzzy, but the the version of of Scatty that I'm kind of comparing it to would be um, Scatty with Flamel and Scatty with her grandmother. Oh, Grams, you know that that kind of Scatty was not the Scatty in 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 this story. And and obviously, as Jamie pointed out, you know we got to look at the company that she's with in this. And she does kind of she lightens up as they go along, you know, and especially at the end after they've. You know, battled together, and Billy stuck through, you know, to her side through the whole thing. You know, she kind of warms up to him, but very much so in the beginning, and even on the road in the car on the way there, I, I, I took her as very, very callous, and and not, I didn't feel like the same, the same scatty to me from uh, from the Flamel series. Very much down to business. But I, I yeah, I, I agree. It was definitely in the uh, the company she was keeping. Without a doubt. Well, and we know she doesn't like Kate's Coddle at all. So I think the fact that no. his servant showed up on her doorstep did not make her very happy. Absolutely not. But then she realized he wasn't really like his master at all. So they had a, a mutual hatred for him, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but Billy, though, on the other hand, he he pretty much kept straight to form for me. From from the Flamel series. He's one of those, he's one of those guys and characters that are... Uh, you know, is what you get with him, yeah. and uh, he's very uh, upfront about 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 himself and everything. So, I mean, I found it kind of uh, interesting. Like, it's it's called Billy the Kid and the Vampires of Vegas, and it's a story about Skatok. <laughs> well, not to- yeah. I mean, it it is. It turns out the main the main plot of it is about ends up being about Skatok and her past, obviously. But Skatty is a vampire as well. But you know, starts out with Billy, ends with Billy. He's kind of he's kind of there through the whole thing. You're really you're really following. The only time you're, you're not really following his, view, yeah. Point. The only time you're not really seeing from his point of view, right, Sean? Yeah, uh, is is in the uh, the hotel room when she's fighting, when she's left him and is fighting um, Kahulan. 
is the only time that we really we really aren't aren't getting the whole story, you know, with Billy in the same same uh, in the same scene. So I found the references, by the way. So right okay. after she lands on the balcony after having scaled up the building, she's you you have her say that her hearing picked up the noise of commotion and she grinned that meant that Billy was still alive and fighting. She liked him. He reminded her of Joan of Arc. So that's relatively early on. And, well, you know what? About halfway through, I think. The Kindle yeah, on my computer says that this has 901 pages, so I can't. I clearly can't go by the um, <laughs> by the page the count. Page count. <laughs> um, yeah, but I then, mean, they're already in Vegas, and she's going yeah. up the side of the building to fight. So it's it's yeah, it's about it's a little over halfway probably. And then the last the last paragraph or the last sentence, actually, before the last chapter. It says, The shadow squeezed his shoulder hard. You remind me of someone I knew a long time ago. And, and that's right after he sort of ends up kind of embarrassed ab- ab- about about her when she, mm-hmm. she comments about, how, Oh, you, you came to rescue me? Mm-hmm. And he, tur- you know, it says his, his cheeks flared crimson, and that's when she says that. So I think in some ways she, she's drawn the comparison to both characters. Well, it, I wonder if it's that or if it's she just didn't want to say the name uh, Joan of Arc to him. Probably not. Because she thought it to herself before, but, but in that instance, I, yeah. she's actually saying it to him, you know? I don't know. I, I took that second one meaning what she knew, Cahulin, Cuchulain, whoever you pronounce his name, what, what she remembered him being. I, I did too. Because she says, well, yeah. the person I knew a long time ago is not the person she just killed. Yeah. I think it's a little of both. Yeah. Can't have it both ways, Jamie. Yes, you can. <laughs> I'd say so. Quite total, though, in this, we, we got a lot uh, more in-depth description. Yep. Yeah, Kate's a pretty thingy. Uh, we got a more in-depth description of him. Like, uh, he calls him the white-bearded elder, and I don't think that description has ever been used to describe him in uh, in the main series. Yep. Oh, we got his scent as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Which is? Serpent. Yeah. Like Machiavelli. Interesting. Well, he's yep. friends with these buddies with Machiavelli's elders. Well, I mean, it makes sense. He's the feathered serpent, so. Yeah. It's yeah. true. <laughs> and I thought it was interesting. There was a, a brief side comment um, from Kate Scottle's point of view that said that his cell phone is a, is crude compared to the technology of his youth, meaning that I guess the dark elders or the elders had far greater technology than our Humani cell phones. Right. Interesting. They had walkie-talkies. Very int- no, no, they had a can with a string. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> really, really long strings. Really long strings. <laughs> you go to walk down the street and you know, get caught up in one, get clotheslined. They're just you know, hanging all over the place. He also says that he has no other servants like Billy. So it made me wonder what is so special about Billy and why he likes him so much. Yeah, I, don't, I think it's Billy's tenacity, actually. And he really just doesn't seem to care, you know? I think that's some of it. But I did pick up on a few things. Because Michael's always told us in regards to immortality that it's, you're immortal, but you're not invulnerable. Right. And Billy seems to be almost invulnerable. I mean, he when he became, found out he was immortal, he like fell off a cliff and broke every bone in his body, but it all healed. And I think... Well, yeah, I said it was his aura was repairing. And... and, and 
I'm pretty sure that I, I'm trying to remember if there's another time because you know Sophie healed Josh's uh, was it a burn? It wasn't a burn on his hand or something. Sophie healed with the with her fire magic, and he then healed the burn with fire. No, I, I can't remember what the wound was. I think it was. It might have been a cut from the sword from practice. I, I can't remember exactly what it was in the magician, but Sophie healed him, and um, and then Paranel healed uh, the both of them on uh, Mount Tamapilus. So. I think the orc energy power has that those healing capabilities. They can it's be, just they it, can heal it, quickly, but they can it still can't be, be past. Yeah, they can't past a certain point. I think can't bring someone back and, to well, life. Well, and then I also picked up right. It said he has enhanced hearing, which I thought was interesting. So he's kind of like a super immortal. So well, he's awakened. It's true. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, he may not have been awakened. He might have well, done it over time, like the Flamels did, and everything. But and we and we know that he can see the auras around people yeah, because so no, no, no. I mean, not not everyone can see the auras around people, though. Yeah. Okay. Until well, must they flare? Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know. So I mean, he can just see them just in general, as far as uh, as far as Humani go. You know. It's not a it's not a common thing. I don't believe. I mean, we know John D has it because that's how he found who was where in uh, in Ojai. Yep. When he got there, he scanned around and found Josh's uh, gold aura in the park, and um, that's how that's where we first found out what or was. I think pretty sure because he lists it as he's uh, listing yeah, he says, the, like, the, the, brown, the people the, the, the colors he sees in the shop. Sophie Silver. Right. Green flamel, Sophie Silver, and uh, the Warriors Gray. But yeah, it's not it's not an ability that that I think all of the immortal humani have. So it's very we could say perceptive, maybe. Yep, I would agree with that. So let's talk about our surprise guest. Yeah, that was a that was a surprise. I mean, even with I, I I'm not uh, really familiar with the with the Kahulan mythology and stuff there i know sean sean is pretty well but i didn't i didn't recognize the other name that he went by when i first saw that i, I hadn't i hadn't uh that wasn't a familiar name to me it's the tanta or something yeah yeah what what is what, what does that come from that's his given name it's his given name. birth name his okay. birth name he adopted the kuhuling because it's something about wolf or something okay good oh so it didn't have anything to do with his seven fingers or six or how many fingers he had. On each hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had. Which is odd. He he won up to Abraham. Yeah. Was it on each hand that he had seven? Each or did hand. it just say he had two extra fingers? Yeah, seven fingers on each hand. And the only man that Scatty ever loved. So tragic. 10,000 years and only loved one man. Yeah. That we know about. She's a filthy liar. All right. Well, um, what other... Uh, what other interesting? Uh, I mean, I mean, we didn't talk about the Morgan. You know, she shows she up. She does show up, and it's definitely the Morgan. She shows up because she has black eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There's. She's Is this supposed the Morgan. to be a question that it's not the Morgan. She's in control. Well, it could have been one of her sisters. The Morgan. There Is... are three entities in that body. Yeah. The Morgan is definitely in control, and 
is in cahoots with Cahoolan and uh, Kate Squaddle, Kate the Birdie thingy, to uh, to Lore Scatty and to uh, into Sin City there to to get her butt handed to her, but that ended up not happening. I think she just wants to see somebody kick Scatty's butt. Probably, <laughs> since she can't do it herself. Though I have to wonder if some of this whole plot, there was a, a brief mention of you know what's going on in the series now with the you know the Dark Elders plot and talks about you know this is supposed to take place in 2005 and the series takes place what 2007 yeah so it'd be so so they talk about in the short story that the elders plot was already in motion so i'm kind of wondering if this was part of that plot like get rid of scatty she's a champion for the imani get her out get her out of the way she's in san francisco where we need to be yada yada yeah that kind of thing i wouldn't doubt it entirely possible they failed miserably because you can't kill scatty (laughs) nope you can. At least not in a prequel, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not in the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, there's supposed to be all this tension about whether or not Billy and Scatty survived the Vampires of Vegas. It's like, well, if you <laughs> yeah. read the series, well, you're spoiled. Well, <laughs> really, it was Billy. Billy was Billy because um, how many times? I don't know how many times she says, "Well, I hope you survive." Well, if you survive, <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, "Yeah, he he makes it. Trust me." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really, really scatty. He 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 he's gonna make it somehow. He's gonna make it through. <laughs> it kind of takes away from the tension when you're reading a prequel, doesn't it? Yeah, well, you bit, know what? Yeah. I actually thought what was funny is is there's a lot of these little prequels or ebooks or extras, whatever you want to call them, that authors are doing these days. And some of them you can read as standalones, you can read out of order, it doesn't matter. Like this, I don't think it really wouldn't matter what order you read it in. But I think if you attempted to read this first, you'd be lost. You'd be way too confused, yeah. You'd, you'd be oh, way yeah. would And so you, you have to almost read it after you've read at least yeah. one of the books in order to have an understanding as to what what they're talking about. Like Yeah, it has absolutely. to be read as a prequel. You know, because the, the elders and shadow realms and that sort of thing never get explained. And so if you right. haven't read the other books, you, you, you couldn't do it. And so while it's set beforehand, I don't think you could ever really treat it as a prequel. No, no, you would have yeah. to. Uh... Well, it's, it's definitely for the fans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree. So I just say that, I mean, I've, I've read a, a bunch of other ones that sort of were written after and mm-hmm. were, set beforehand and a lot of them you could read first and it would be okay right. this one i don't think you could well read. no probably not and you know you you might get at least you may not know what's going on if you would read it first but you know it, it would it would give you information and you would you'd be clueless but if you had planned on reading the series afterwards i mean you could go back and say oh that's what they meant by that or oh that's what they were talking about in the in the prequel i mean you wouldn't know at the time but like if someone was is browsing the new ebooks on their Kindle and they see this and it's only a dollar ninety nine and they'd been thinking about reading the Flamel series, if they bought it and read this first, yeah, they would be they probably would would have more questions and answers. Absolutely. So yeah, so <laughs> so anyway. Next time. But I guess that basically wraps it up for uh, Vampires of Vegas, doesn't it? Vampires. There's a couple of little tidbits that I picked up on. Sure. Real quick one-liners. Throw them out there. I wanted to bring up real quick. There was a a um, brief mention of Scatty's mother 
being a blood relative of Keith's Cottle. So, a little clue into... I think all the Elders are related. Yeah, but, I mean, that Certainly gives you a little bit more way. than what we've gotten in the past, which is nothing on her parents. <laughs> right. This one I'm not sure is more speculation, but it, in the beginning, when Billy is headed to Scatty's dojo, there are two boys that are stalking him and about to pickpocket or rob him, and I have to wonder if that is Mo and Larry from The Warlock, because it's the same neighborhood. <laughs> they have a similar description. Uh, that's very, very likely. That would be, uh, that would be well, fun. How long, what are you going to run how long ago was this actually happening? It was two years prior to. Two thousand, yeah, 2005. Is, right. so, yeah. Um, I had to wonder if that was a brief nod to them. And then, um, the other one that I picked up on, and I'm not, sh- knowing Michael and his love of the Princess Bride, I think it was probably intentional, but there was a Princess Bride reference. You seem a decent fellow. I hate to kill you. Not that one. <laughs> well, that's there, though. Inconceivable! Like she, says, she says, I, I like you, I, you know, you seem like a good guy. I hope you don't die. Yeah, but there, there's another one. Got that. She, she says directly to Billy, as you wish. Scatty does. Yes. I remember having that conversation with Jules when I when I first read this. We uh, we, we talked about that, that, that nod there, and she seemed to think as well that it was a uh, it was a pre- Princess Bride reference, and then and then of course Scatty says that she owes Billy a favor now, which I wonder if that's foreshadowing for either. I I don't know if it's foreshadowing for the end of the series, seeing as Billy is in now time and Scatty's in the past, but maybe that's a foreshadow for a future story between the two of them. So, right. I guess stay tuned. More to come. Yeah. I found it interesting that I wondered what Kate's a Bernie, whatever, how he was going to feel about Billy assisting her in basically ruining their plans and, and riding off into the sunset with her, <laughs> you know, On a white I mean, horse. it seems like everything's, I mean, obviously their relationship is, is, is strained from the get go, even in, in the main series, but you know, he's, he's, went through pretty much, you know, a lot of uh, extremes to to get Scatty there and for the opportunity for uh Kahulan to kill her and uh Billy he doesn't you know assist in, you know, killing in her killing Kahulan, but you know, he helps her get there and 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 gets her past the guards and, and all that stuff and you know rides off with her at the end. So I thought that was that was kind of funny how he was going to go back to uh his elder and, and and explain how that happened. I'm not sure he really from from the tone of it and from some of the things he said. I'm not sure he really believed that this plan would succeed anyway. Probably not. I mean, how, how many how many times do you think an elder has has tried to kill Skathok? I mean, you know, it's it's countless, and people have tried to kill new. her. Yeah, it's nothing new. So so obviously, you know, they tried, and you know, if it worked great. If not, oh well. But still, you know, you don't want your your man to be <laughs> a part of the downfall. Well, I think it was Kulain's idea, probably, and Keith Caudle said, Sure, you want to set this up? Go right ahead, I'll support you. <laughs> you know, and if it works, yay, Scotty's dead. You know, type of thing. But yeah, I think it was more like somebody else's idea, and he was like, If this works out, it's great for us. <laughs> yeah. You know, because he had the whole urn thing and was get, delivering it to her and and all that. So, 
Well, the, the def- only thing there's a sentence it. in here that, again, well, I don't think he he believed it would work. I I'm not sure. I think I agree that it was wasn't his idea because it says that he had been he had been authorized to try a much more devious method of killing the shadow. It's not phrased as the other. I can't say these names. The other guys, <laughs> the Irish <laughs> the guys. The it's one? not fra- Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't yeah, phrased yeah, yeah. as it being. Him attempting, but our our Mayan friend right. is the one it says has been authorized to try this. So, yeah. you know, again, I, I still well, don't yeah. think he thought it would work, but I, 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 I would I would guess that it was actually his his attempt, just in case. Right. I'm just gonna start calling him Coochie Coochie Coo. <laughs> Coochie Coo. Call him Ladies Man. He is the Ladies. On that note, I think we have killed the Empire's biggest. Now, would it be vampires or like vampires with a different spelling? They did address that. The the one with the eye is the vegetarian, whereas the one with the Y are the blood drinkers. Yes. And they are affected by the sun as but well. But the pr- pronunciation <laughs> is the same. Vampires is what Billy would call them. Unless you have a weird accent. <laughs> you would and know what, it's your West and Virginia. What, and what, yeah, yeah, and what Sean would say I would call them. <laughs> Damn vampires. I think that's about all we can on uh, Vampires of Vegas. If um, you haven't picked that up and you just thought you could spoil yourself by listening to this, uh, mm-hmm. you might want to want to go over and grab it and, and, and check it out. It's a very good read and uh, gives a lot of insight into uh, these characters. So, Next time, we're going to be discussing Isis and Osiris and uh, trying to determine who and what they are and the whole twins parents thing, how that ties in. So uh, be sure to join us for that. Uh, please remember to vote for us on Podcast Alley or give us uh, comments and or reviews on uh, iTunes or Blueberry.com. Please, please, please send us uh, emails at awakenings at flamels-immortal-portal.com or you can also email the individual uh, portalcasters at their first name, at fullmails-immortal-portal.com. That's all for this episode. Until the next leg it opens, this is... Jamie. Jeff. What? (laughs) But. (laughs) Sean. And Chris. Signing off. This podcast may induce uncontrollable laughter, resulting in stares, glares, and strange looks from members of the general public. Please take the appropriate steps to protect yourself from these embarrassing moments. By the time this releases, yes. <laughs> Been out for a while. Yeah. I know, I know. I slipped there for a second. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, Sean, it was just the other day, man. What do you mean? <laughs> We've, yeah, we've just been kind of blanketing since the first game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, copy and paste. Change some dates. Some dates. <laughs> that's really all. That's really all lawyers do anyway. Just copy and paste. Change that's the names. Yeah, copy and paste. Delete the copyright. They spend so yeah. much time in law school teaching you, you know, not to plagiarize, and then in the real world, it's oh yeah, take from these five documents. That's all we really do. Yep. <laughs> Give, give away your secrets, Chris.
Yeah. 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 I, I yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's yeah. what I thought the ha 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 was. Wanna try that again? <laughs> no, I don't want to try that again. I'm just gonna cut this one from the podcast. <laughs> Go and do it. <laughs> yes. What? Read it. Shut up. That's not very nice. But the next email <laughs> and now for the next email. I think my favorite aspect I now think try my favorite aspect of the cover would be the center shield. <clears throat> I think the favorite aspect. <laughs> my, I think my. Try consonants. That <clears throat> <time>. <clears throat> I that think said, my favorite. Aspect. My favorite. <laughs> God, that all, <laughs> no, that's a <laughs> Let me get a drink here. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what? All right. But, hold on. I had to get a little Coke Zero there. <clears throat> <clears throat> Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go! Manamana. 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 I saw that one. It was awesome. Manamana. <laughs> 